Yo, it's your boy Bro Driggs, man, and I'm back with episode number two in the Message to My Younger Self podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. So clear your heart, clear your mind, get your pen and pad out. Let's go. One of my favorite times of the year is here. Um, I'm talking about the NFL Combine. Uh, the NFL Combine is a opportunity for collegiate athletes to um, showcase their talents to NFL scouts and GMs and, and coaches. This is their platform for these kids that they've been waiting for, you know, from little league to middle school, high school on, you know, they've been waiting for this moment to showcase their skills in front of these NFL scouts and coaches, right? So all of these kids get together and, you know, they run through different drills, uh, 40 yard dash, uh, the shuttle, um, the lineman has specific drills. They get on the bench and bench press 225 pounds. They go through interviews, um, psychiatric exams, and they go under some test called the Wonderlick. I'm not sure what it is, but I believe it's like an aptitude test, right? But one of my favorite drills is when the quarterbacks get to throw to wide receivers. Um, the, the quarterback gives the wide receiver a route to run. The wide receiver runs their route, and the quarterback delivers the football. So the thing is, these quarterbacks and receivers are not familiar with one another. They haven't had time to practice, had time to prepare, like they would in their own teams where the receivers and the quarterbacks work together. They work on timing. Um, They work on their trust, right? They work on their route running. Um, The quarterback has to trust that the receiver is going to be in a certain spot at a certain time. And then also that receiver has to trust that the quarterback is going to deliver the ball at that said time, right? And in order to kind of, I guess, perfect this, you have to practice. You have to communicate um, verbally, non-verbally. You just have to be on one accord. So imagine the amount of pressure that's here, right? You're on the biggest stage and the biggest opportunity of your life, and you're working with somebody that you've never had an opportunity to work with. You don't know of how they throw the ball. You don't know, the quarterbacks don't know how fast or slow the receivers are, how they come in and out of their, their breaks. There's no familiarity here whatsoever. So you're just out there and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna make the best of this situation. So to me, this this kind of sounds like the perfect recipe or the first perfect situation um, where you would have to require blind faith. You know, the quarterback who's throwing the ball, he has to trust and has to have faith and believe that the receiver is going to run the right route and then also catch the ball when he throws it. Then the same goes for the receiver, right? The wide receiver has to trust that the quarterback is going to put him in a favorable position to make a great catch and impress um, the scouts. Bro Triggs, where are you taking us with this? All right, come on. I'm going to take you right on to the text. I'm going to take you to one of my favorite books in the Bible. Um, I'm going to take you over to Proverbs, Proverbs 16 and 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plan. So pretty much if you just trust him, if you have faith, that blind faith, if you if you love him, if you honor him, right? If you, you study the word, you communicate with him, right? Then you can trust that he's going to deliver, okay? So I've kind of painted you a picture of a wide receiver and... A quarterback working together who had to trust one another, right? Um, so now I want to flip the script a little bit and talk about one of the single season best wide receiver, quarterback to wide receiver duos in the history of the NFL. 
and I'm talking about 2007 Tom Brady to Randy Moss. Um, say what you want to say about these guys off the field, but on the field, these are two of the best to do what it is that they do. Um, the reason why I want to reference this this season is because Tom Brady threw for, um, at the time, a record of 50 touchdowns, and his receiver, Randy Moss, um, I think that record still stands. He, he caught 23 of those touchdowns. So almost 50% of or half of Tom Brady's touchdowns that he threw went to Randy Moss. You want to talk about trust, right? So that's like every other touchdown that Tom Brady threw, it was going to Randy Moss. So imagine the chemistry, the communication, the nonverbal and verbal communication they had, the trust that they had on the field, how much work they put in um, on the field to accomplish such a great um, season. Not just a great season, but an NFL record-breaking season, right? So the, the crazy part about it is everybody in the stadium knew that Tom Brady was going to Randy Moss. I mean, so think about it. Um, as the season progressed, you know, Randy Moss was seeing double coverage. You know, they was trying to jam him at the line of scrimmage. They were doing whatever they needed to do at the time to to stop him from scoring a touchdown, right? But because they were trusting each other, because they were, um, you know, they worked so hard and, and they had that communication and understood one another, you know, they were able to overcome all of the defenders' tactics to prevent them from scoring a touchdown. So the, the crazy part about this is that when I seen times when Tom Brady would would drop back and throw the ball deep to Randy Moss, right? And 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 while the ball's in the air, you know, the crowd, people on the sideline, Tom Brady, they're already celebrating. They're celebrating in advance. They're celebrating before Randy Moss even catches the football. So if you can have two individuals who, who sometimes, you know, Tom Brady might throw a bad pass. Sometimes Randy Moss may not catch the ball, right? If you can have two humans that can put that type of trust in and faith in one another, let's, let's look at our relationship with God, right? We trust in God. We talk to him. We communicate with him. We put in that work. When it's time for him to deliver the blessing, you better believe He's going to deliver the ball where he needs to deliver it. And you he's going to put you in position to catch it. You're not going to have an option to drop the ball. He's not going to throw a bad pass. He's going to put you in a favorable position to win. So let's 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 make let's have that record-breaking season, right? And 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 come on, let's 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 be like how the Patriot fans were and, and how their teammates were. Let's let's thank God in advance. Let's praise him in advance. Let's celebrate ahead of that blessing. Right, we know that that the blessing is coming. So let's let's give him love. Let's give him praise beforehand. Let's not worry about the defense, you know, double covering you and trying to put uh, you know, tactics in a way to stop you from from catching your blessing. Right, it, 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 your defensive back, so your defense could be your job. It could be somebody in the family. It could be somebody out in the society. Just anybody out there, right, who's trying to prevent you from getting your blessing. In Romans, it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? You know, what that's telling me is there's no defense in the history of mankind that can get in the way of, of God blessing, right? 
this is just another reason why loving God and walking with God is so cool, man. This is why I'm on this mission. I want to share the many reasons why loving God is cool. So let's let's perfect our communication with God so that we have that verbal and non-verbal communication with him. Um, let's get in our text. Make sure we're reading for wisdom, understanding, and, and application to our day-to-day. So that way, when, when God drops back and he's ready to deliver the ball or deliver that blessing, we are in the exact place we need to be to receive. So if they can do it in a football field, we can do it as we walk through life. Praise him in advance. I will say this. Don't, don't run ahead of God, you know. Run at the speed that you've been practicing, that you've been working on by praying and, and reading, the, reading the word. You know, let him direct your steps because he has plans and he has his time, you know, to deliver those blessings. And one thing I do know for sure is, you know, God's clock is never late or it's never early. You know, he's always on time. Quick question, how many of us have uh, have goals for 2016? You know, let's say as 2015 was coming to an end, we started prepping ourselves for 2016, say I'm gonna accomplish this, I'm gonna accomplish that. Whether it be a, a health and wellness goal, um, a professional goal, you know, something you wanna do, accomplish on a job. You know, whether it's something you wanna accomplish in the household, in school, educationally, um, financial goals, you know. And then of course your spiritual goals, you know, Making sure that, you know, you're getting in the Word, you're going to Bible study, you know, you're attending and actually participating in Sunday worship service. I have a, a exercise that I want to extend to you. Um, so I need you to grab your pen, grab a piece of paper um, and, and, and follow me during this exercise. Right. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to draw me a nice size triangle. OK. On the left side of the triangle, I want you to write prayer. And on the right side of the triangle, I want you to write faith. And then at the base of this triangle, I want you to write um, your favorite, whatever your favorite scripture is. For me, I'm going to put 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Um, I'll tell you exactly what that is here in a second. Um, And then at the top of the triangle, at the point, right, I want you to write your goal. I want you to write whatever it is your goal is. Uh, for 2016, that ultimate or that primary goal that you're looking to obtain. All right, so this 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 image or this visual that I've just given you is going to help you to stay motivated, right? It's going to keep you going and keep you focused on, you know, your goal. Okay. So and as you look at this 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 triangle, you know, on, on one side we have prayer, the other side we have faith, and then at the base, right, the foundation of the triangle, we have scripture. Okay, these are the ingredients for the recipe of success. In any and everything that you're setting out to accomplish, you're going to need prayer, you're going to need faith, and you're going to need the word. Okay, prayer is that that constant communication with God, letting Him know that through Him all things are possible. Without Him, there's no you, right? And then having faith that He's going to guide you, He's going to lead you, right? No matter how hard. Um, you know, your, your, your road or your journey may get, you know, no matter how much success you may uh, gain on the way to your prize, but you can stay focused and stay humble and keep going, right? And then, of course, it comes back down to the foundation, our foundation of standing on the word. If you don't have a strong foundation, 
you don't have anything, okay? If you if the wind blows and it sways you to the left, you're gonna fall if you don't have a strong foundation. If the wind blows you back to the right, if you don't have a strong foundation, your house is gonna come crashing down, unfortunately. So as you as you recall, in, in episode number one, I spoke on trusting the process. So this this is a situation where you have to trust that process again, right? Um, you know, if it's a situation where you have your health and wellness goal that you're trying to obtain, you know, you've been in the gym for um, since January 1, right? So that's what, maybe a little over 60 days now. Um, you're in the gym and you're not seeing the results that you want. All right, that means you gotta hit it harder, right? You have to stay the course, you gotta keep going, okay? Because I promise you, if you take a step and you take a moment and, and look back as to where you started and where you are today, I promise you, you've come a long way. You got to keep going. Yes, we, we're going to get frustrated. And like I said, going back to episode one, you know, we, we can't allow our frustrations to allow us to get off track from our journey and our ultimate goal. You know, when we when we get in this type of situation, you know, we can't give up, right? Because we've come so far already, right? We, we fought hard, we, we've overcame. And this is a situation where we have to pray for strength. Pray for strength to keep going. Pray for strength to overcome. And then you have to have faith that, that God is stronger than, than anything that you're going to face along the way, right? And then, and then again, trust his timing. And, and let's talk about those who, like I said, are, are obtaining their goal, um, their health and wellness goal. And let's just say they have just that one individual that is, you know, seeing the results, right? They're starting to get a little cut. You know, they're leaning down a little bit. Clothes fitting a little bigger than usual. Um, you know, this is a place where a lot of us, you know, get complacent. And again, we have to trust the process, right? Because we're not in our ultimate goal. Right. We're not the, the most lean person out there. We're not the most ripped. You know, we're not out there with the most chiseled physique yet. Right. You know, one of the one of the uh, bodybuilders on YouTube, you know, he said, if you're not the biggest, meanest, concrete cracking or pavement cracking person out there, it's still your set. Right. And, and I like that line because regardless of how much how many results you've seen along the raid during the process, that means you're on the right track. That just means you're on the right path, right? But we're not to our ultimate goal yet. So don't get caught up in the, the, the success along the way. You know, we have to keep going. There's a bigger goal, okay? If we're unable to handle the success, you know, these small levels of success, these small wins, these small victories, there's no way in the world that we're going to be able to handle the full-on victory that we're, going to, that we're actually looking to achieve. And this is where we have to come right back to our triangle, come back to our visual, prayer, faith, and the word, right? We have to make sure we, we pray for wisdom and understanding. We pray for a humble heart and humble, humble spirit. You know, we ask God to continue to bless us, Lord, but make sure that we're able to handle victory and success, right? You know, uh, Mike Barry Sanders, one of my favorite running backs, um, you know, when he scored a touchdown, you know, he would never celebrate. He never danced in the end zone. He would hand the ball to the referee and run back to the sideline, right? And the reason being was because his dad told him, you know, get used to being there. Act like you've been there before, right? So, so that's just having a humble heart and giving praise where it should be. You know, giving praise to God, right? And not, you know, giving ourselves too much credit. You know, we have to make sure we give God the glory 
and these successes and these wins along the way to our ultimate goal. And there's one more piece I want I want to talk about, right? And there there's some of us out there who are afraid, afraid of success. And this is where I want to go into my scripture that I put on my triangle, uh, which is 2 Timothy um, chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Message. I'm going to say this one again. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So for any of us that are afraid of going forward, afraid of success, afraid that we're not going to attain our goal, or afraid of what other people may think or say about what we're doing, that's not a characteristic that God has instilled with us. That's, remember back in episode one, we talked about making a decision whether we're going to operate in the spirit or operate in the flesh. Fear is a, a trait of the flesh. Paul wrote that God has not given us this trait. Okay, so again, that's where we go back to our triangle and we say, okay, we have to have prayer, we have to have faith, and we have to have a foundation in the Bible. With the foundation in the Bible, we run across scripture that will help us along the way. Like I said, speaking of fear in particular, our foundation lets us know that God has not given us this trait or God has not instilled this in us. Then it goes on to say that we, we, we have been given the spirit of power, right? Through Christ Jesus, we have power. Through Christ Jesus, all things are possible, right? Um, no, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. All those things. These are verses and scriptures that you can place at your foundation. Then, then it says, um, and of love. So first we have power, and now we have love, right? And this love works two ways. We've been given love, right? Um, you know, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He's, God sent his son to, to die for our sins. So God knew that we were going to make mistakes along the way. But his love for us, he's going to forgive us and allow us to keep going. So when you're on this path or this journey, you know, to your ultimate goal, right? We're going to make mistakes. We're going to sway to the left. We're going to sway to the right. You know, we may get stuck, you know, in one spot for a while because we're not making the right choices or we're doing things that, you know, are not of the spirit but are in the flesh. God's love allows us to be forgiven. And then because God has instilled love in us, when we have, you know, naysayers, when we have haters, whatever you want to call them, trying to prevent us or obstacles trying to prevent us from moving forward or moving toward our goal, we have enough love in our heart to keep moving, right? We don't have to, you know, get in arguments with these people. We don't have to let them just allow them to discourage us. We keep moving because we have love in our hearts. And lastly, the scripture says, you know, and of a sound mind. So with that being said, when we have power, when we have love, and we do not have fear, we have a sound mind, which means we're at peace. We should be at ease because we have faith that God is going to get us to that goal that we've asked him to help us get to, right? We're, we're at ease. We, we shouldn't allow any distractions to come our, come our way and knock us off course, right? We have a sound mind, so we can, we're able to keep moving forward. We're not paying attention to anything going on around us, right? Um, you know how in the Kentucky Derby, the horses, they race with uh, with blinders on, right? These blinders keep them focused, keep them looking straight. They're not able to look at 
with the horse to the left and the horse to the right of them are doing. They're only looking straight. They're looking toward the finish line. When you look at that finish line, you achieve peace. You, you build encouragement. You build hope in yourself, right? And, and you believe that God has given you all the tools that you need to obtain that goal or to reach the finish line. So again, I, I challenge you to replicate this triangle, right? Um, replicate this triangle and put it in places where you're going to see it every day. Uh, like I said, I keep using sports references, but I know for you college football fans out there, if you ever watch the Notre Dame football game, when they exit the tunnel, when they exit the locker room, when they're walking in the tunnel, before they hit the field, there's a sign that says, play like a champion. They see that every time. That's the last thing they see before they walk onto the field. Play like a champion, right? So when you, I want you to put this on your mirror. Put it in your car. Put it in your locker at, at school. You know, wherever it is, you're going to see it in your phone. I want this to be, you know, kind of the last thing you see before you go in the gym or, you know, to work out. I want it to be the last thing you see before you start studying. You know, I want you to see that prayer, the faith, and the foundation of the word with the goal at the top so that you know that you will obtain your goal. So real quick, I'm, I'm just going to recap my, my three my three key um, themes here. Just don't be afraid to try, right? Don't get discouraged. Keep going. Get back on the saddle and keep riding, right? The second point is let's handle success gracefully, okay? And third, let's not be afraid of success, okay? Because again, with those three critical success factors of prayer, faith, and the word as your foundation, there's nothing, absolutely nothing that can stop you. Hey, that brings us to a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to thank each and every one of you for your love and support. Be sure to stay tuned for the next one. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. You won't have to chase or force opportunities that are meant for you. God will open the doors you are meant to walk through. I'm out.